I'm Christy Itson, hostess with the mostest, and this is the Laugh or Cry podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk about comedy, music, movies, TV, and all things pop culture. One thing's for sure is you'll either laugh or you'll cry. We're going to be talking about the Grammys, News of the Weird, Kobe Bryant, a school in Texas that's got a problem with the length of the kid's hair, Trump says we should protect the inventors of the wheel, and pot has its day in court. Stay tuned. First, we're going to start with this day in history. On this day in history, 1978, Fantasy Island debuted on television. The plane, the plane, boss, the plane. If you were born after the 90s, you're not going to get the gist of how funny that was. In 1986, the space shuttle, the Challenger, exploded just after liftoff, killing seven astronauts as well as a teacher. Now, I remember this being in fifth grade at the time, and we were devastated by this. I remember getting off the bus coming and turning on the TV and seeing, I'm assuming it was the replay of it, and not really sure what was going on. Like, I, I knew something didn't look right, but I it really hadn't dawned on me that the whole thing exploded, killing everybody. It was the most devastating thing in my little life at the time, and it was blasted all over TV. I can't even imagine what that would be like today with the media the way it is, but that was a, a definitely a life-changing moment in our little fifth-grade minds. And on this day, on a more positive note, 1985, the year prior, the song We Are the World was recorded by the supergroup for USA for Africa. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie wrote the song, and it included megastars like Cyndi Lauper, Ray Charles, Diana Ross, Tina Turner. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Having that many amazingly super talented people in one place at one time, and this song went on to win the Grammy for Record of the Year. Speaking of Grammys, this year we had Nashville representing pretty well in a lot of the categories. Tanya Tucker won Best Country Album for While I'm Living. Cage the Elephant won for Best Rock Album. They have a Nashville connection because they're from Bowling Green, just down the road. Willie Nelson won Best Country Solo Performance. Dan and Shay won for Best Country Duo Group Performance. And Best Country Song... Bring My Flowers Now with Brandy Carlisle, the twins Phil and Tim, and Tanya Tucker. Now, for those that don't know, Tanya Tucker's been in the game a minute. She started out in 1972 with her hit Delta Dawn. Delta Dawn, what's that flower you have on? We all, I know you're singing in your car right now as I'm singing along with you. She was 13 years old. You know what I was doing at 13? Jack and shit, that's what I was doing. She was like the Drew Barrymore of country. Amazing. Now, Brandi Carlisle said that we'd been in the studio for a couple of weeks. She'd been talking about her life and re- been really forthcoming. And T, you have an amazing life. All I did was listen. She went on to say, I mean, I was there, but I really didn't write it. It's really Tanya's song. Now, Tanya Tucker went on to say, anytime you create something that others love and relate to, it automatically makes me feel really, I can't explain it, how great it feels. Now, she's been nominated 14 times, and her last nod was 26 years ago. So this year, 2020, was her first win, and she won two awards. It was definitely a night for some girl power. Billie Eilish was a huge winner. Lizzo was fantastic. Tanya came away with two wins after being in the business for decades. Now, Billie Eilish won five. Lizzo won three awards. Tanya, two. And the thing about Billie Eilish is she 
is breaking some records. By winning the Big Four, the Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Best New Artist, she's the youngest person and first female to win all four in the same year at the age of 18. Again, you know what I was doing at 18? Jack and shit. So I'm so blown away by by how much activity this little bit has got going on. Now I have to admit that I'm a little late to the game of knowing who Lizzo is. But after I watched her on Saturday Night Live, and then I was in an Uber, and this guy was playing her album, man, I'm digging her. Now I'll have to say, pop music, not my thing, typically. I'm more of a rock person. But her songs were great. Lyrics were great. They were catchy. And I love, like, I didn't get to see the show live, but I've seen pictures of, like, the red carpet and her in that beautiful white gown. Class acts. Uh, I was blown away. I think she's fantastic. Lil Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus won Best Music Video for Old Town Road and Best Pop Duo Group Performance. But I'll tell you, I'm a little ticked off because Lil Nas was posting on social media about his win. Totally excited. Who wouldn't be, right? And then people started bashing him. Bashing him because he's like, this is, this is Kobe Bryant's night. You blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you people need to shut the fuck up. All right? He felt so guilty about posting his happiness. He deleted his posts and then posted something about, you know, rip Kobe kind of thing. What the fuck? Let the guy have his moment in the sun, dude. I mean, yeah, Kobe died. Yeah, it's super sad. I think we can all agree, super sad. But it wasn't Kobe Day, all right? Life goes on. It's, yeah, mourn, that's terrible. But social media can be more than just Kobe, all right, for that day. The guy won an award. He's over the moon. He should be able to show his joy. So you people need to calm the fuck down, all right? Calm the fuck down. Let his little pink-wearing heart enjoy himself for one fucking night. I don't think it's going to kill you. And now some news for the weird. A man was cited for using a fake skeleton to drive in the HOV lane in Phoenix, Arizona. A 62-year-old man was cited this week after trying to disguise a fake skeleton as a passenger just to use the HOV lane. You know, I think we've all done that. I don't, I don't see the problem. I'm not certain of the issue there. I call mine Slim. He's, he's in my car. He's on the patio right now. Good deterrent to keep away strays, people that is. On to Florida, Orlando, Florida. The infamous Florida Easter Bunny was arrested after a hit and run. Man, holidays are tough all around. A Florida man who became a video sensation after fighting a man on the street while dressed as the Easter Bunny was arrested and tried to use the costume to elude capture. I gotta give him props for that creativity. That's, that's not that bad. I don't, again, not seeing the problem. Okay, we just talked about Kobe Bryant a second ago. For those who say, oh, he was just a basketball player, let me put it in perspective. He represented an entire city. All of Los Angeles is mourning right now. Grown men bringing flowers to the Staples Center, crying their eyes out. I mean, these guys are bawling like babies. Why? Partly, it's because it's a loss of their childhood. This might be the first hero that they've known that has actually died. So that's kind of traumatizing for some. Another part is it's devastation for an entire city. He basically represented not just a team, but a city. He's been in LA for years and years and years. And another part, because this is a father who had to share his terrifying last moments embracing and comforting his daughter. That's a lot to put on your plate. 
Yeah, was he accused of rape? Sure. Did he settle out of court? Yes. But this guy admitted his wrongdoing and apologized, which is a lot more than other guys in his position have done. But that's for another day and time to, to talk about. We're talking about this guy who lost his life. His daughter lost her life. A mother is now devastated because a child and husband are gone. And plus all the other families that were affected. The pilot, I understand, had kids. There was another child and parents on that flight. It's devastating all the way around. I say look at it this way. God forbid, if and when anything happens to Dolly Parton, the state of Tennessee will lose its collective shit. Think about it like that. She is a gem and treasure for the entire world, but definitely for the state of Tennessee. So Kobe for LA would be like Dolly Parton would be for us. Just put it in perspective like that. On to, I guess, other news of the weird. Trump, he was in Davos for the World Economic Forum last week and was praising Tesla CEO Elon Musk for his car and his SpaceX X businesses following some problems in recent years. He goes, I was worried about him because he's one of our great geniuses and we have to protect our genius. This is what Trump is saying about Musk. You know, we have to protect Thomas Edison. We have to protect all those people that came up with originally the light bulb and the wheel and all of those things. Now, I know there's a lot of you out there that love and adore Trump, but I swear to God, I really, he just has mouth diarrhea. Literally everything coming out of his mouth. It's just, he just cannot be thinking about what he's saying. And I don't think he knows how to use a teleprompter. I've seen this. Now, the wheel, for those that don't know, it made its first appearance in Mesopotamia, which is an ancient region, probably mostly around present-day Iraq, around 3500 BC. So, yeah, I, I think they're long gone. We don't need protecting. Even if he's talking about the wheel and axle or the wheel and tire, he's still wrong. Uh, Trump says he's been doing the rockets. He likes rockets. He's He does good at rockets, too, by the way. I swear to God, his grasp of the English language is dumbfounding. He does good, too. He does good. Mm, okay. He went on to say, I never saw where the engines came down with no wings, no nothing, and they're landing. I swear to God, I think I have heard first graders talk better about a rocket, more in-depthly about a rocket than he just did. Keep in mind, this is the same guy back a year or two ago that he thought airplanes were in the Revolutionary War. That they captured the airports. He's stunning. He's stunning. He really is. Now, on to more stupid things. A school in Texas has found itself in controversy about race, discrimination, and dreadlocks. Now, an activist stood beside DeAndre Arnold and his family as they addressed the Barber's Hill ISD school board. DeAndre had been suspended and won't be allowed to walk at graduation in three months until he cuts his locks. Okay, last week it was a girl wearing a rainbow sweater and now it's a guy's hair's too long. What in the hell? Now the district says this isn't about locks or race. The superintendent says there is no dress code policy that pro prohibits any cornrows or any other method of wearing the hair. Our policy limits the length, and it's been that way for 30 years. Mm. Now, DeAndre's mother says, we're here for DeAndre, but it's more than that. It's about the DeAndre's 
that could come through Barbara's Hill. Okay, I don't understand. Yeah, this is a good kid, you know, and they're hoping that this doesn't affect his future, and they're, they're vowing to fight it until the end. Now, she says they... They have 48 hours to come up with a re resolution or we're taking this to federal court. All right, this is why I have a problem with dress codes, okay? One, they stifle your creativity. These kids, they're going to get out in the world in, in a very short amount of time where they're going to have to be wearing some sort of uniform for their job, either a dress code there or an actual uniform for their jobs. Why put them through that as a kid? I mean, you're already getting them wound up to be on some conveyor belts why started it as, at such an early age? Let, let them be kids. Let them have some individuality while they can. There's no self-expression. We got a lot of stuff that we need to worry about right now. Global warming, corrupt government, earthquakes, fires. But schools are more worried about a dress code. Like I said last week, it was a little girl who she didn't even wear the rainbow sweater to school. It was something that popped up on her mother's social media page that she put up on her page not the kid's page the mom's page and so the, the kid gets suspended what the fuck what is wrong with people but in a little bit of a revenge spencer boston 20 years old who appeared in court on a marijuana charge pulled out a joint lit it took about six hits while discussing marijuana laws with the judge of course, later taken into custody. Now, multiple people report that this was the best the Lebanon courtroom had smelled, and this was the, quote, good stuff. He exclaimed to the judge, We the people deserve better! Yes, this really happened. This really happened in Lebanon, right outside of Nashville. He's jailed in lieu of a $3,000 bond charged with disorderly conduct and simple possession. This might be the greatest thing I've heard. And if you saw a picture of him, he looks like a modern-day... Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Bless his little tie-dyed shirt, love and wearing heart for standing up. Probably, you know, not the best platform to do it, but it made news, so go be it. Well, thank you for listening to today's show. If you like the show, please subscribe to the Laugh or Cry podcast and give it a great rating. If you didn't like it, you keep your damn mouth shut. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and check out the website laughorcrypodcast.com. You can listen to Laugh or Cry on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere awesome podcasts can be heard. I'm Christy Itson, and you've been listening to Laugh or Cry. <laughs>